Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Solomon's Talk was designed to curate the stories of Solomon's globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. My guest today is Tom Glazer, and I'm very happy to have you come and talk to me today, Tom. Welcome. Thank you, Jay Rosemary. What a pleasure. I, I, I feel really honored to be here. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. So we're going to get into the meat of what you have to say to us today. But before we do that, could you tell us who Tom is? <laughs> I'll do my best. That's a hard question, right? Who, who are we, right? In, in our culture, we, we so emphasize work, right? So I, I'm going to try to buck the trend a little and not, not say that. I will eventually. <laughs> so yeah, why, we like that. Yeah, why don't I start with other things? Oh, my gosh. So I, I'm a dad which is relevant, of course, for this podcast. I was not a single dad, although at times I felt like I was. My husband and I adopted our son from the Ukraine. Now that would be 23 years ago or so. Elliot is now a 25-year-old you know, young man launching mm-hmm. and parenting. Oh, the best, the hardest and the best. And what else? I've just begun to learn how to play pickleball. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm a huge animal lover. Uh, my dog Rex is never far from my side. He's a mini labradoodle. I do a little bit of cooking. I like gardening a lot. I like hiking, walking, biking. I like to be active. And so now we'll get into that b- more boring work stuff. So I'm a psychologist by trade. I also do some personal coaching and I'm an author. I wrote the book, Full Heart Living, Conversations with the Happiest People I Know. The way I make make money mostly is through psychotherapy. The main population I work with is what I would probably say is trauma survivors. Okay. So adult survivors who who survived something pretty challenging growing up. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. It's a little right. bit about Thank me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Of course. And okay. So we know who you are as you know, as you've told us, and it always helps me to understand, you know, who I'm talking to. Yeah, <laughs> so, of course. Yeah. I like that. So, all right. So tell us about your work and how could you, how could you help our audience or moms raising kids alone? What do you do that would influence their life? their lives in a positive way. Well, what I learned in all of the activities surrounding the publication of my book and the public speaking around it is that happier people connect really deeply with other people, <laughs> themselves, and with their passions. And when they do those things in the service of other people, boy, that's where you really get the biggest bang for your buck, mm -hmm. like, like that's the golden chalice. So connecting okay. with self, others, and passions, doing things we love. And we can touch on those things uh, later, but I thought we would start with an activity. So we're gonna, you, you agreed to kind of be put on the spot a little bit. I developed okay. um, out of my work. This is called Full, <laughs> <laughs> full Heart Living. Okay. Conversation sparks, and these are conversation starters. They're, they're these little cards. Each one has a different statement or question okay. on the other side. And so you, we have not rehearsed this. You don't know what the conversation prompt is. This I is, don't. This is live. <laughs> don't worry. It's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, you're going to love it. I, I, I can almost guarantee. So you're going to speak spontaneously in response to this prompt. And meanwhile, okay. I'm going to be listening for a couple things. I'm going to be listening for theme, like, like it, I'm going to try to distill down what I hear you saying into a phrase or a word or a sentence. And I'm also going to be listening for values. So what stands out to me as what's important to you? And just take, I just got to grab my, because I'm actually going to time you. It's brief. It's only about two minutes that you have to respond. So it's, again, it's, it's just what comes to mind immediately. Just, you're just speaking from the heart and I'm listening from the heart. And I have about two minutes to do that second part, which I talked about. And meanwhile, both you and I are going to be noticing how connected we feel to one another and to ourselves. All right. So that, that all makes okay. sense. What I just said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jay Rosemary. Talk about a time you felt the most alive and why. Wow. <laughs> I, it was a time when I founded an organization. Yeah. It's an arts organization mm. that was designed to promote Caribbean arts and culture. And I wanted to, because I, I was excited. I hadn't grown up in my homeland of Jamaica and I was getting familiar with, with my, you know, my culture again. And I realized that we had a lot of cultural assets in the Caribbean, not just the beaches. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't just, it wasn't, it wasn't just about Rastafarian yeah. and carnival. There was a lot more to yeah. Caribbean culture. Yes. And so I got excited about it. I mean, I was very excited. And yeah, I, I felt alive. I, I barely slept <laughs> uh, because I was so involved in this project and I got everyone I knew involved and 
you know i got people from i had a busload of tourists from japan come and visit i mean it was just just totally exciting just oh. amazing Oh. <laughs> like... oh my gosh wow what a cool experience mm -hmm. okay i have two minutes now that was a little bit less doesn't matter what time it is I'm just pointing out that was that was a minute uh 40 seconds something like that that's not a lot of time right okay. so and you, you noticed i had to bite my tongue a few times i was i was tempted to dive in and ask mm -hmm. questions and say things but I, i'm like oh no 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 wait wait stop Okay, two minutes. I'm reflecting based on what I heard on what's important to you and what stood out to me as kind of the, the overall arching theme. And boy, did you, like you came alive just answering the question. Like I saw your face light up. So that told me there's a lot of passion here. So this is a story about passion. This is a story about so you mentioned a couple of things, arts and culture, and you use the, the word culture at least three, I think maybe four times. So culture is really important to you. That's a value to you. I think, yes. again, this is just based on what I heard. No, you're right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the arts are important. But, but beyond that, this was like, you, you, it's important to you to dive deep, I think. It, it's like, this wasn't superficial, not just Rast Rastafarian beaches. All, and you didn't say any of that's bad. It's not. But it's like there's so much more to the Caribbean than most people appreciate. And you want people to know that. And you wanted to know that. You wanted to know who you are. Where am I from, I think. And then, then you went into the whole community thing. Like it, just, it wasn't just you. It was you grabbed everyone you knew. And you got them involved. You built community and you, you shared this passion with other people. And, and eventually it, it like snowballed into tourists from Japan come and, and check out your work. Hello. Wow. This was so rewarding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Incredible. So yeah. Yeah. I think I hit, I hit all the main things that I wanted to. How, so a couple th that, that was again, under two minutes that I did that. I want to check in a little bit on accuracy. You said, you said I, I got at least some of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So fairly accurate. Yeah, you got it. Pretty, yeah, fairly accurate. pretty much. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get yeah. everything, I don't care that now. <laughs> but now you're wiping your eyes. What, what's going on there? So, because what, when I think of that, it, it still feels like an on, answered calling because mm. i am no longer doing it so mm. yeah it still feels that way unanswered calling there might be more for you to do is that what you're implying that that i need to because mm -hmm. the, the the organization is now defunct because of financial Ugh. um reasons always the money uh, thing but, Jeez. but the, yeah but the light the light has never gone out. And if you let me, I'll share an experience with you. I was in Brooklyn. I was living in Brooklyn. I was going to church one morning and I was driving up Eastern Parkway. I was driving up Utica Avenue and, and I was crossing over Eastern Parkway. And just before, just in front, right in the intersection is a huge building. And it look, it's one of those older building that looks like a museum, but it, I mean, it's a house, different things, you know, 
And as I was crossing, getting into the intersection, it was like, you know, I believe in God and, you know, the messages I got from, get from God. And it was like he said, that's the building, you know, because I always wanted a building to hold this center. Yes. And I burst on laughing. <laughs> it was it was just like a natural thing. I felt like Sarah when she was at 90 years old, she was told she was going to have a baby. <laughs> and and I, I just laughed. And it was it was days later, I was thinking about it and thought, you know, I'm sorry, Lord, I just laughed because I just thought it was so funny because that building is probably worth 100 or 200 million or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, and I, I didn't see it. So I was like, you got to be kidding me, you know. So, yeah, it, it never left me and got teary-eyed just thinking about it. So, yeah. See, this is not uncommon in doing this type of exercise that people are moved to tears for various reasons. Is, wow. I know. It's so simple, right? Two minutes, two yeah. minutes. And people, Yeah. this is a, speaking of going deep, right? This is a good exercise for you because you like to go deep. I do too, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Superficial yeah, is okay, but, yeah. but the depth is where it's at for me. That's, that's where we make mm -hmm. change. That's, that's where we connect with ourselves and with other mm -hmm. people. So clearly you did mm -hmm. connect with yourself really quickly. And how about with me? Did you feel connected to me doing the experience with me? I did because you seem to get me, you, you get, you get, you yes. know, the soul of what I was, yes. Yes. you know, like, like yes. you get, you get the soul of the dream and the passion yes. and the desire and exactly, you know, so yeah, exactly. I did. Yeah. That's the thing. So people feel connected to themselves and to each other when, when talking about passions, and when feeling seen and heard and appreciated. So, yeah. so that's why I came up with this activity because so, so I, I listed those things that happier people do, which I learned in my work, happier people connect with other people themselves and their passions in the service of mm -hmm. others. And, that, and that, that third piece, I didn't really underscore when I was giving you the feedback, there was, but there was also service in what you were saying. It wasn't just for you. This was for the benefit mm -hmm. of others as well. So, so yes. all the things you talked about are, are, are consistent with full heart living. I, I dare to suspect that you're, you're a quite happy person, generally speaking. <laughs> Doesn't mean you have your, your down times, but you, I suspect you tend to be happy just based on the, mm -hmm. this little bit. I have my down times like anybody, trust me. But all of the things being equal, I'm, I'm pretty joyful. Anyhow, what was I saying? that so this is what i learned about connection and i wanted to inspire people to do those things so when i was first going out doing public speaking gigs so this is the book full heart living conversations with the happiest people i know okay i was full just heart living yeah i was there. doing a, a traditional book talk reading a couple segments from the book i was just talking mostly and I would say at the end, I hope I've inspired you to, to connect more deeply. And imagine how people would respond. They would look at me with like deer in the head. They didn't know. I told them what to do, but I didn't say how. And so really quickly, I, I came up with this activity so people could experience deeper connection with another person and carry an experience with them. And then the whole tone of these public speaking gigs changed because it was 
active and involved and people had something to bring with them. So then I, I thought, well, I, I got to, you know, I can't just give them the experience. I got to also give them a tool. So that's how the full. Yeah, heart... I really like that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there are, how many is it? Uh, 102 conversation sparks. They're all based on chapters in my book. Uh-huh. Yeah. So people connect while uh-huh. they're doing it and they get reminded of the things that help them be happier. So again, what does this have to do with your audience? You were saying before we started recording, single moms tend to isolate, right? They tend to give, 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 give. They, it's so easy in parenting, right? Children's needs, they feel like they're never ending at times. That's just, and they yeah. sort of are in a way. And no one person can fulfill any child's complete needs. No, it truly takes yeah. a community. So, so an activity like this helps. And if you say you, you don't have time to do it with somebody else, your neighbor or your friend at coffee, or, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Maybe you, you can't even get on Zoom and do it with a friend or a family member. You can use these as journal prompts, for instance. Um, yeah. Take some time for yourself. It's so important. And here's the thing. It's not selfish, J. Rosemary. Um, that's that's the thing we care. T- so I'm a caretaker. I'm a therapist. I, you know, I'm a caretaker, right? I, it's really easy to lose sight of myself. But when I do that, yeah. I get depleted and then I get snappy at my loved ones. It's not pretty, <laughs> right? Cause I'm so low energy. I don't have the patience anymore. It's so important to make ourselves a priority and it's not just selfish. That's the thing I really like to underscore. It's, it's also uh-huh. for our loved ones that we take care of ourselves. So important. Oh, wow. This, this is different for me. And I really, I really actually like that. And I could see so many applications for, you know, your audience and for anyone who, you know, want to dig deep. (laughs) Although women all want to dig deep because based on my reaction, I'm thinking that it could evoke some really tough stuff. So yeah. Okay. Right. Then you're a psychotherapist. So that's what you do, right? Yes, you but here's the thing. Most of the people who come to my, yeah. my public speaking gigs, of course, aren't. And still you see the tears. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. you don't have to be trained. Now I, but I, I am encouraging deep listening and there, and there are instructions on deep listening included in the box. It is about listening really deeply. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, but, but you don't have to be trained uh, to do this and to do it well. No, this is, listening is... It's underappreciated in our Western culture, I think, but I believe it's innate, actually. It's, it's just, we need to uncover it. We need to make it more of a priority. We all, we all actually know how to listen. A very few people, yeah. a very few people. Generally speaking, it's human to really listen. It, yeah, yes. Yeah, I believe that too. It's, but distractions are just unrelenting, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> These things are devices. They're so compelling. They do some really good things. But boy, this is a huge distraction yeah. right now, as well as, gosh, yeah. sometimes doing the dishes is a distraction, right? Yeah. I like a clean house as much as anybody. But maybe yeah, but... my son needs me to put my magazine down or put the dishes down and be there for him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. I wanted to tell you too. So my nephew, when these cards first came out, my, my eldest great nephew Carter was about eight years old, I think seven or eight. And I never imagined these would be good for anybody that age. Carter loved these. He loved playing this game with his family. He could never remember the name right. So he always referred to it either as the talking game or Uncle Tom's <laughs> feelings game. <laughs> Isn't that so cute? Yeah. And yeah. he's right. It's a talking game and it's a feelings yeah, he game. Got it right. He yeah. nailed it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, of course, if you're going to play it with somebody younger, you're going to change it for their level a little bit, right? But, but um, even yeah. he, and I want to tell you too, when I was developing this game, I I did like a test run with my son who was then a senior in high school. So with his friends, they were just all around. I think it was the holidays. So, you know, a bunch of his friends. So all guys. And we, I just said, hey, try this with me. And, you know, the stereotype of that age boys is that they're self-centered and that they don't talk. All they do is grunt, which, I mean, sometimes these things are true, right? Yes, 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 there's, they do do that. Yeah, I, I have three sons, so yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We yep. had the best conversation that night. I got to know his friends at a whole other level. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Even teenage boys under the right circumstances. Yeah. Will do this activity. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think I could see that for for parents who have a hard time communicating with their kids. Exactly. And for the rare moment when they open up, that might be a, you know something to shove in their face to see if they will you know because <laughs> you got to catch them at the right time when they're at that stage exactly you know? so, yes and yeah i could see how it could work yeah. <laughs> oh awesome. man all right thank you for sharing that and i Pleasure. i got some work to go do now i've done that so <laughs> you got homework and <laughs> Yeah. So do you have uh, one piece of advice for a solo mom, giving your work and experience and yeah, just, just that, <laughs> this one piece of advice. I, I think it would be what I already said. The self-care piece is so critical. It's so easy to lose sight of yourself and not attend to that and, th and, and think that you're being selfish and it's not. Mm -hmm. Now, it, I guess it could be selfish if, you hire a full-time, you know, nanny and, uh, you know, you're all coughing every day or something. No, I'm talking about, yes, if you get to take that, I don't know, 30 minutes for a walk every day or what, whatever it is so that you center yes. yourself. That, that mm -hmm. you don't, like, like I've heard moms, not even single moms talk about not eating enough. They forget to, to eat. I've yes. heard about moms standing up during dinner instead of sitting down and relaxing and enjoying a meal with everybody else. They feel like they must be on, must mm -hmm. be doing all the time. No, 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 no. Think about yeah. how different the experience would be if you sit down with your family and talk mm -hmm. during dinner instead of just clear every plate immediately yeah. Yeah. or let yeah. them assign 
you know, delegate to your children. This is another thing I see a lot of in this current age is protecting our children too much, not giving them enough responsibility at home, not allowing them to get out there in the world as much to make some mistakes. These things I would say to really look out for. So assign your children to wash the dishes or, or to go get the, um, the potatoes that you forgot on the counter. You don't have to do everything yourself. No, delegate responsibility and let them go out in the world and make some mistakes that they're not going to die if they don't get first place in the science project. In fact, it's, (laughs) it's good. It's good for them to get second or third place or an honorable mention. It's good for them. This this is how we learn that we can withstand. I'll use the word failure. To me, that isn't a failure, but but you know what I mean? Just for shorthand. Yeah. So the take self-care and and letting the kids do work, have chores and letting them make mistakes and that you, here's another one. Yes, yes, yes. That I, I, I see this particularly with single moms. They feel like they're so afraid of their children's own anxiety or fears that they, that they want to, that they want to give them all the, all the solutions. No, 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 no. Your job is to believe in your child. Trust them to figure it out. Yes, they'll let you know if they want your idea. But I see moms, I see them dads too, of course, but a little more commonly in single moms, jumping in to to give ideas before the child is even ready for them. Mm -hmm. I have found our children, if they really want our ideas, they... you, 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 if you, you, they give you the signals. Sometimes they don't ask outright, but you know when they need a concrete idea. Usually they just want you to say, oh, that, that sounds awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And they want you to know that you believe in them that, and, and, some, and say that explicitly. I know you are going to figure this out. Yeah. Like you get yeah. just those few words. So you're instilling yeah. that sense of self-faith yeah that's what they need that not yeah. give them all the solutions all the time sometimes they yeah. need your ideas that's yeah that's rare in my experience yeah they need yeah. to figure it out yeah did i give too much yeah. i'm sorry if that was too much <laughs> no that's actually quite good and i i think you're absolutely right and that that point where they need to you need you need to give them the security to make their decision the decisions for themselves yes. because you know, you're not always there and you're not always going to be there. Nope. So, you know, so yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I, I appreciate you saying that mm-hmm. sometimes we need reminding. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Well, these, it, this, these aren't one or done situations, right? Yeah. We learn these lessons over and over and over again and give yourself a break. God, yeah. that'd be another thing of advice. Give yourself a break. That's another thing with parenting. We feel like we have to be perfect and it's okay to make mistakes. It's, it's about Mm -hmm. the repair. When you make a mistake in parenting, you say, I screwed up. I'm so sorry. I did that. Here's why. Here's what was going on with me. I wish I would have done it this way. I'm going to try to be better. That again, that says to the child that they can be imperfect. That says we can have a hard time between each other and still love each other, stay connected, and, and in fact, get stronger. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the repair that strengthens the relationship and strengthens yeah. the sense of self. I have yeah. had uh, clients who viewed their parent 
one, usually it's just one parent, often it's the dad, as perfect. And they think they can never live up to that, and it ruins their own sense of self. So to, to have a parent who says, no, I screwed up, I'm so sorry, what can I do to make it better for you? That is so much better than always being perfect. I'm not saying yes. we intentionally screw up. No, we try to do our best. We also roll right. model that. Yeah. But when we, yeah. when we screw up, we own it, and we apologize, and we say I love you, and then we go watch a movie together. Or <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Tom Glazer, for coming and talking to me oh, today. I've loved it. And give me some excitement in my life on a Monday. <laughs> well, I will see you in New York at that building on Utica Street or wherever it was. When, in, in... Yeah, you get Utica Avenue and Eastern Parkway. It's very popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomoms Talk TV below to watch now. Hello Solomoms. As a Solomom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.